Welcome back to the program. I'm Rabina Ahmed Huck, and this is On Point. Well, here's something that we did not expect. Uh, a major university in Canada, the University of Waterloo, is telling its students that the mask mandates are back. So students who will be indoors, in class, in lectures, meeting with their professors or their TAs will be required to be wearing masks as we head into uh, the fall flu season and a uh, number of COVID cases continue to rise. So is this something that we should expect to happen at other universities, uh, other public spaces uh, that may be worried about the spread of COVID-19? Um, and is this a step too far? Was it necessary to do this? Uh, to answer some of those questions, I wanted to welcome in Craig James. He's a professor in School of Public Health Sciences at the University of Waterloo. Craig, welcome to the program. Well, thank you. So um, I wanted to get your reaction. It's your school that has brought these mask mandates back. Uh, what are you feeling, uh, you know, having to now mask up when you meet with your students and your colleagues indoors? Well, it's not something, of course, we were looking forward to. Uh, but I think that it was it's it's a fairly measured response to what looks like is going on in terms of some of the uh, data we have, you know, wastewater signals and that sort of thing. And it's, it's also important to to recognize two other things. One is it's not just COVID. We're, we're also seeing a number of other respiratory viruses starting to tick up. Uh, and the second thing is that, you know, we're a university and we're going into our exam season. And I think there's really a desire to try and minimize the potential disruption that might occur if we see some outbreaks of flu-like illness, you know, with kids being absent and really disrupting, you know, exam schedules and that sort of thing. So I think it's a fairly prudent uh, and measured response. Um, I should also point out that our administration is not a particularly risk-averse uh, uh, group, you know. So our president is a public health doc, but he's always been I think, fairly measured in his response, not wanting to go too far and be too aggressive. So, uh, you know, I, I respect his uh, respect his stance on this. Now, it's not just Waterloo, just down the street at Wilfrid Laurier University uh, in the same town. <laughs> there is a, a mask mandate that's already in place. It's been there since September. Is there something extraordinary happening in the Kitchener-Waterloo area that's different than, say, uh, Toronto or anywhere else in Canada where two universities in that town are now requiring the students to wear masks? Yeah, that's a good question. And I don't really know the answer to that. I do know just in terms of the region, uh, the Waterloo region, Kitchener, Waterloo, Cambridge area, um, you know, we are seeing things ticking up in terms of some of the signals that we look for, uh, for the, uh, for COVID in particular. So wastewater is a really good way of tracking uh, both symptomatic as well as asymptomatic infections. And it tracks cases uh, quite well. So we're starting to see those things pick up in kind of a concerning way. Uh, a few more hospitalizations, for example. So all those things would suggest that, that you know, uh, we're, we're in for, um, you know, what, what we always thought was going to happen, by the way, uh, uh, for a, a fall season where we're going to see some some, you know, increase in cases of COVID as well as flu and, and other sort of things. I don't, my guess is that this is not going to be that much different from other regions uh, in Ontario. And students, uh, you know, Waterloo to me is like the quintessential student town. There's two big universities. There's uh, a lot of students that live in very close quarters. Uh, you know, when my brother went to Waterloo, I remember we'd go and there'd be just rows and rows of houses that have been converted into student housing. Is is that part of the concern? Is that and then students go home to their parents and maybe their grandparents and come back into that into that uh, that community 
Um, could that be part of it? Is that it's just the nature of that of that of that town of the fact that there is just so many students in such a, a, a small space? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure that that's part of it. And of course, you know, we do want to protect those most vulnerable in the community. You know, so so as you point out, students will be going home. Um, you know, we want to protect their elderly relatives and those that might be immunocompromised. And you know, whether epidemiologically there's any any greater risk in Waterloo or not, uh, given the number of students, I'm I'm not sure I would go that far. Um, but but you're right; it is a student community, and there are opportunities for lots of students to get together in crowds and that sort of thing. So there may be a, a bit of uh, additional risk there. Now, there is concern, uh, not just among uh, young adults in university, but uh, among uh, children as well who are in elementary school. There is some calls to bring masks back. Uh, I know that you're not uh, a, a public figure in the sense that you would have a, a say in whether schools uh, should wear masks again. But uh, what do you say to that sentiment that uh, maybe masking needs to come back into the public school system uh, because of the COVID cases uh, going up in the next, uh, that, because of COVID cases going up right now? Yeah, I mean, I think that would be a prudent response. Um, I think it's also important to remember that masking is just one layer of of prevention. Um, You know, in addition to vaccines and other sort of things that uh, that can be done to really reduce risk. But yeah, I mean, it seems to be a reasonable thing to do. Again, I mean, we know going into fall, we're going to see flus, we're going to see other respiratory viruses, we're going to see COVID. Uh, Why not try and minimize some of that uh, disruption? Uh, to schools. This is probably the very end, uh, other end of the spectrum than the, the the individuals that you deal with, but those who are five and under, uh, there are some reports that fewer than 7% of Canadian kids under five have gotten a COVID-19 vaccine. And then uh, among that group, only 1% have actually gotten both doses, so gotten the booster, as it's sometimes called. Uh, your reaction to that, or should we be concerned that so many of uh, the youngest of Canadians are not vaccinated, or is this something that we that that is that we should, we have because mostly during the pandemic we've seen the elderly that have been impacted. Is this something that we should not worry about? Well, I think we should worry about it. I, mean, I don't I don't understand why. In fact, the rates are so low. In fact, we even see among adults over the age of five. I think are the the levels of those who have gotten their third boosters and, and beyond is only about fifty percent. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, the vaccines are, are are good. They're proven to reduce the severity of illness. We know that it reduces risk of hospitalization if you're getting regular boosters. Um, and it is worrisome that kids are getting vaccinated at such a such a low level. I mean, kids are in families and kids do get sick. Anybody who's had kids in daycare um, know that those kids come home with sickness. They spread it to the whole family. Uh, so it would seem to me that that is a, a real concern, and we really ought to focus, I think, on trying to kind of understand why the rates are so low, but also to communicate effectively uh, to parents and to families about the importance of vaccination. I, I got my fourth bo- do my fourth uh, dose. I think last week, and then the, the nurse who administered it uh, I, I gave me a little pat on the back, almost felt like, you know, in her verbal way, uh, I guess, because she was like, oh, fourth dose, good for you. Uh, so, and it was very easy to get the appointment. It was sort of just a last minute, like, I think we should get it. Uh, you know, we had COVID in the summer, and I waited a little yeah. while. I was told that I should wait a little while. 
Um, and so when I wanted to book it, I was waiting, you know, maybe three weeks in advance. I'm like, oh, I can go in two days. <laughs> Not many people, I guess, are, are showing up for these, uh, for these boosters, which is, which is really unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, um, what, what, what can, I mean, I know, uh, I, 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 I know what you're going to say, but I wanted to say, what can you do? What can we say to encourage people to get out there and get vaccinated, not just for COVID-19, but, but for the flu as well? Oh, well, no, it's a good thing to do, right? Protect yourself and your family. Um, and, you know, I mean, who wants to get sick, right? Who wants to get seriously sick, particularly with the holidays coming up, families gathering, you know, let's, let's protect one another. And just quickly, uh, Professor, has there been some pushback from uh, Waterloo staff or students uh, about this uh, mask mandate that's coming in? Well, you know, I haven't heard of anything yet, but I won't be, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I mean, I can look out my office uh, now and see that maybe 10% of students are wearing masks in public spaces. Um, I suspect we're going to see a bit of pushback uh, from students as well as staff on this issue. So it'll be interesting to see kind of the levels of compliance. Um, uh, and I mean, everyone's tired of doing this, right? So, mm-hmm. so I can understand the weariness and the exhaustion after you know two years. Uh, so I can kind of understand it. And I hope that people are able to, to understand that this is really is going to help them kind of finish out the semester and, and so forth. And just, and sorry, just very quickly too, what are the spaces where they have to wear a mask? Well, is this also applied to those who live in the dorms and uh, will they have to wear a mask when they're with their roommate? Uh, where, where do they ha- must, where is that mask mandate uh, necessary uh, applied to? Well, the, I mean, officially the mask mandate applies to what they call instructional spaces which means classrooms, uh, laboratories, uh, any place where students are coming together in large groups. So lecture halls, classrooms, and that sort of thing. I don't believe uh, it is being applied or required in the dorms. It's probably recommended, uh, but I'm not exactly sure about that. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much, Professor. I really appreciate your time and for getting us up to date on what's happening at the University of Waterloo. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Thank you. Uh, That was Professor Craig James. He is a professor in the School of Public Health Sciences at the University of Waterloo, talking to us about how that university is deciding to bring back masks in their instructional spaces uh, and what that means for the students going forward and and the reasons as to why they brought them back. Number one being they don't want disruption of exams or any other major events that can really uh, throw the schedules off for the university.